Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier Podcast. Head out to YouTube and smash that subscribe and bell notification button. Joining me tonight, our resident referee, Mark. How are you, Mark? How's it going? Well, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, not a bother at all. Um, normally, when us two get together on these shows, we have a, a kind of a fun, interesting show that we're going to put together. Um, yeah. Last last time I think we were on, we were doing Saipan, I think it was, which uh, got a great reaction out there. Yeah, Viewers loved yeah. it. Uh, yeah, but tonight, tonight we have an interesting one. Tonight we're going to do this one here, which is Premier League Worst Combined 11. Um, and I have to say, you could fill these over and over and over again. Oh, man. Um, like, Noel, my two lunch breaks over the last two days, I'm literally putting in names, scribbling them out, putting in another name, then going back, and I'm just like, there's so many names, like you said, you can put in. Um, yeah. Again, subjective, so there'll probably be comments in the section below that will put in names that we forget, no doubt. So, yeah. Um, what, what I did, I don't... Piece. Yeah, I don't know what you did, but what I did was I didn't put in anyone who's kind of current because okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give you an example. For instance, it would be easy to put in, say, Harry Maguire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't put in Harry Maguire because Harry Maguire is still in the throngs of his career. Mm. He could potentially leave United to go to Newcastle and regenerate his career like what he was at Leicester or something like that. Yeah. So I thought by putting in current players, I might do them a disservice. So yeah, what I did yeah. was I stuck mainly to players that have basically retired um, yeah, because yeah. they can't affect their career now. If you yeah, know, whereas they were, their they're, they're finished or they were finished when they played with the clubs. That they yeah, were or, or some people would say they were finished before they even started. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah but yeah, it was it was an interesting journey and some interesting names came up. Um, it'll be interesting to see if we do have any crossover. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out here. I'm gonna say two. What what do you okay. reckon? Yeah, possibly two. Uh, possibly maybe two. three. Maybe three. Maybe, maybe three. Two to three. But yeah, it's it's a fun. These combined elevens, they're always fun, and it's yeah, just it's like they're endless as well. Fun. So, um, just to let our viewers know as well, we're going to be doing a combined eleven worst as well. I'm going to be doing one for Liverpool, and Mark is going to be doing one for Man United, and we're going to be. And it wasn't the team from last season either. <laughs> no. Again, it could have been, but again, like <laughs> yeah. what I spoke about, these guys are still in the throng of their career. Like, be, like imagine putting in the likes of Jaden Sancho or something like that, you know. He's only well, a kid starting his career, you know. I will add on my United list, there might be one or two lads that were involved last season. One of them. Okay, that's all Spoiler right. alert, one of them might be with us anymore. Go ahead. <laughs> one, of, one of them uh, potentially has a documentary coming out I would imagine um, Pogumentary and, Yeah, Pogumentary And I tell you, when that comes out we're going to do a review of that That's going to be yeah, a lot of fun Looking at what's leaking at it at the moment yeah. But let's get into this Premier League Worst Combined eleven. Uh Kick us off, give us your goalkeeper Yeah, so again There's probably uh, You know, you could have picked from about 50 keepers i say through the years that I've, I've kind of made mistakes and not really got started in the Premier League, but I've actually gone for uh, Gomez and his spell at Spurs in goal. Um, I, uh, I remember watching the game, at, uh, the Spurs-Chelsea game in Sanford Bridge. Lampard hit a shot for him about 25, 30 yards and he spilled it. His confidence looked shot. Now, I must say, it's it's from a spell at Spurs I put him in the team because he went on and he, he actually did all right with Watford playing in the Championship and the Premier League after. But I just think he never looked confident playing for them. 
Um, he made a lot, a lot of mistakes. For Brazilian, he wasn't uh, very good with his feet either. So uh, for that reason, he's my goalkeeper. Interesting. Good shout. Good way to kick it off and start. Yeah. It is actually, it's funny enough, it's interesting when you go down through this exercise and you look at some of the players. Some of them sort of kind of did all right in certain moments. Um, yeah. But overall, if you look at their span of their career in the Premier League, it's kind of a bit disastrous, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I'll give you my goalkeeper then. I went for Costas Schalkes. Uh, um, I don't know if you remember him. Um, came in to sign for Portsmouth. Came in the awesome. back of Greece winning the Euros. Um, Wasn't that when Harry was there? That's when Harry was there, yeah. yeah. Not like Harry not to sign something a bit bogey, I haven't said that. Um, but yeah, he came in, if you remember in his first few games, he was pretty erratic, dropped a few, um, and then was dropped pretty quick, like a yeah. very, very short-lived spell in there. But came in under a big sort of high high line in terms of he's off the back of Greece winning the Euros, you know what I mean? Yeah. So people thought this guy was going to be really cool. Came Did in was an absolute boy, disaster. Did Harry boy David James to replace him? Or was... I, I, I'm not I'm not too sure. Because they won the FA Cup then in 2006, would it have been? Around that time? Or yes, I think it was, yeah. So I think, I think he brought David James in to, to replace him then. But yeah, no, great show. David James, quite the upgrade as well. Yeah. Oh, geez, I remember him sniffing the ball and all. But sure, remember he brought Sol Campbell and everyone in. Yakubu was there. Jesus, he was some, some man. Okay, give us a, give us a, what formation did you go with, by the way? I'm gone four three three. Okay, um, yeah. I went for I went for four four two. So just to let you know, okay. so give us give us is a that, give us your, is give, that four an old to four four two? That is an old to four four two. Actually, good segue <laughs> there. Check out our latest episode with John McNichol, great guy on. Um, just to let you know, Mark, his um his uh, uncle, I think, a great uncle, won the league with United in 1952 with the Busby with Matt Busby. No, he played in it, yeah, 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 yeah. Tom, no, we watch Tom. that episode, very good. If you have a chance, watch it, yeah. Excellent. Two, two fabulous books as well, and a great guy, um, really? who just took on the projects basically, and um, because of lockdowns and stuff like that, yeah. He's a scaffolder and a construction worker by trade. But when yeah. talking to his mates down in the pub, and I always say that the best podcasts happen in pubs, yeah. Um, Pubs is where all the problems in football get resolved. Yeah, exactly <laughs> but yeah, great right. guy. So yeah, kick us off. Let's get back into the show. Then kick us off. Give us your back three. And um, in no particular order because you know there was so many. Because there is no particular yeah, order. There with isn't. There isn't. <laughs> um, I've gone for Winston Bogard. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, a name that would spring to mind for all the right reasons on the international level and, and somewhat club level as well. But when he moved to Chelsea, it was just an absolute disaster. Um, and, and listen, it's happened a few times to these players as well coming in. But um, yeah, I, I have him on my back four. Yeah, am I right? He came in on the back of some really, really good Dutch performances at the time. He was playing really well in the Dutch yeah. side, but we know how yeah. fabulous that Dutch side was. Where yeah. did he come in from? Did he come in from the Italian league or did he come in from I the think, Dutch league? I think he came in from the Italian league, wasn't it? Yeah, sure, like, you I, I'm listening to him. And Inter, Inter Milan springs to mind or something like mm. that. I'm not too sure now, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like obviously he would have been a part of that great squad in Euro 96 that were obviously in the same group as uh, as England. And um, yeah, he just for whatever reason it didn't work out. Obviously, Chelsea were testing things at the time as well. And um, after that, you know, they got the likes of Le, they had Le, Le Buff and and um, 
Desiree yeah. and stuff like that. So they, they were always capable of signing these big yeah. names. He, he was a big name, but it just, for whatever reason, didn't work out in the Premier League at Chelsea. And you, w- you would have thought he would have been a perfect fit at Chelsea as well because he, he was a big dude. So they were yeah. signing big dudes at the time, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, exactly. you would have expected the fit. Now, so, go ahead. Uh, he's, he's my first one anyway. Vincent Bogart. So uh, do you want me to give you the, the whole four or do you want to go now? No, no, you you give me your it's three, isn't it? You're gonna give me your back three. Oh no, I'm going four. Oh sorry, you're going four three three, yeah. yeah so, so give, give me another give, three. Give me, give me your four, yeah. Uh so the next one is actually one that Greg mentioned in his uh in the podcast, the last one that we did. He texted in and mentioned him uh, as one of the worst signings, and I totally agree is uh, Mangala to City. Um I think he was yes. about thirty odd million or something at the time. Um Obviously, he'd perform well. I think was he with Malaga or something like that, or he was in the French league with League One. Sorry, I was looking up so many players lately. I'm, oh, it's all a blur. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he came in. It was a time again where City were kind of trying to revamp things, and you know they they were they were pushing for that title. Um, I think it was Pellegrini bought him in, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, yeah, so he it was just a disaster. I think he was there a few seasons, didn't work out, and he moved on. Then you know, yeah. Um, next one is uh, for me two brother-in-laws and my mother-in-law. It's an Arsenal player and it's a uh, song. <laughs> he uh, he was just an absolute disaster at the back for them. Like you know, when listen, you you seen him play at the African Nations and he play with his absolute skin, and then he get back to the Premier League and he be just muck, like absolute utter muck. So I had to stick him in there. Um, the next one is a player. Listen. He was he knocked around with loads of clubs, you know, the likes of Wigan, Sunderland, you name it. So but he wasn't the best defender in my eyes. He's very slow. He wasn't for a big lad, he wasn't great in the air. So I've gone for a tightest bramble as well. You know, yeah, to, tightest, to finish yeah. off to finish yeah, off my tightest. back four. Yeah, no, yeah, good ones. Um interesting, all right, yeah. Uh I'll give you mine. Uh first one in there goes in uh Igor Stefanovs. Joined Arsenal, uh, joined Arsenal when Adams got injured. If you remember, yeah. came in, kind of did okay, but uh, the lasting memory for him, if you remember, is uh, your own team uh, inflicting a 6 1 defeat on them. He featured heavily in that game, if yeah. you remember. Yeah. Um, well, it, it was tough for him as well because obviously, you know, you're coming in to replace Adams, but you had the likes of Steve Bold and um, you have Martin Keown there, so these. These lads are solid like that, you know, give you yeah. an eight to a nine out of ten each week and then you're coming in to replace one of them and it's just like you're taking a, a bit of the jigsaw and trying to yeah. put it in with a piece that doesn't fit basically, you know. back the wi-fi went yeah, there yeah. for a minute That's uh, all right. wi-fi went went off there for a minute um the worst wi-fi I, oh, tell him man tell me about it um then i went for uh pascal segan segan oh, yeah. put him in there as well i hope i hope arsenal fans now don't come at me here there's there is one or two in there <laughs> listen they wouldn't they won't disagree with you do you know <laughs> they couldn't disagree with you i i wouldn't have i wouldn't have thought so 
Um, yeah, yeah. Just one second there, and I just want to fix this up. There we go. Um, comment next, comment uh, from Morris, uh, incoming in the section below. There, there <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Without a doubt, he'll totally agree with me. Yeah. Um, next up, I put in there Mr. OG himself. I'm sure you you know who's going in there if it's Mr. OG himself. One yeah. Frank Sinclair. Yeah, Frank. Jesus Christ. Couldn't leave Frank out. And of course, then. I rounded out the back four with one Marco Matara- uh, Matarazzi. Uh, joined oh, yeah. Everton in 1998 yeah. and was sent Jesus. off in like sent off five times or something in 30 yeah. games. We've forgotten <laughs> about that till you just mentioned that and Everton popped into my head. Yeah, Jesus yeah, Christ. There you one. go. So, so but, uh, I don't think there. he went on to have any much of a career after Everton, did he? I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, if you <laughs> fail at Everton, where else is there to go? Jesus, yeah, no great shows, yeah, absolutely. So that's my that's my supreme back four there. there <laughs> plenty there of OGs, plenty of mistakes, plenty of howlers. Exactly what yeah. you want in a worst back four. Again, yeah. let our viewers know down in the comments there. Let us know your back four. Are we being a bit harsh? Or it, it's hard because there is a list to pick from, so you can only pick four. Um, yeah, yeah. Give us a give us your midfield three. I'll start with actually it's kinda is it like it's a nice little segue to my midfield. Another toffee. Um he was bought um after like seeing his performances. I think it was Euro ninety two and stuff, so I'm going with Thomas Brolin. Um Thomas obviously Brolin, yeah. there was a lot of uh, a lot of expectation when he came in because of how he performed on the international level. Um but he his style never really suited everything and, and his training regime from what I read, looking up, he was very lazy in training, and, and when he moved over to Liverpool, he uh, to li- obviously live in Mer- Merseyside when he was playing for them, he uh, he managed to put on a, a load of weight, <laughs> which um, I don't think the, the, the coaching staff are too happy at the time, so it was just a, one of those bad transfers. So, uh, beside him, I've gone for it. I, he, was, he was a United player, but he's not going to be in the United 11 because I have him in this one. Um, I watched him a few times when I was over there. Obviously, he left. He, he played with West Brom. He went to Sunderland, but he just thought he was a better player than he was. I didn't think he. I didn't really rate him that much. It was uh, Kieran Richardson. Uh, so yes, I um I know he had that great moment of of scoring the goal for West Brom to keep him in the Premier League when Brian Robson was managing and. The, you remember the picture from the Hortons that the, the crowd had him on their shoulders and all, but I never rated him, never rated him, you know. Um, he was bad at taking corners, he wasn't great at set pieces. And yeah, there was an interesting story from Roy Keane when Roy was in the training ground and, and Kieran Richardson had only broken into the team and he arrives in this car with the music blaring and stuff like that, sunglasses on, and he just he fancied himself, but I don't think he had the skills to back it up, to be honest with you. So He's made my midfield as well. Um, yeah, one and my next midfielder and my last midfielder is a Brazilian um, signed for Man City by Mark Hughes for 42 million. Um, at the start of, you know, they were trying to build City up to be this big club with money and stuff like that. You know, he was going to be the big first marquee signing. Um, I always remember him coming in and, yeah, you know, if you're signing a Brazilian, you expect so much from them. So it's Rabino, and um, going for forty. Yes. I think it was forty-one or forty-two million at the time. Yeah. You know, he didn't. He, he didn't do very much for them, and I, I think he was sent out on loan, if I'm not mistaken. And then um, he came back in, but he was sold eventually. Yeah. But yeah, he was. No, nah, he never lived up to the hype. 
Very good. So uh, that's that's my three in midfield anyway. Right, interesting. I've got four in midfield, so I'll give you my four. Here we go. Um, the, the first no man crossovers yet. No, no crossovers yet. The, the first man I'm going to give you here is a man who, this is not the only list he will feature in. And I'm surprised Ooh. he's a, he's a favourite of yours as well that normally comes out on your list as well. Surprised you overlooked him. Um, Alberto Aquilani. Aquilani, yeah. Um, yeah. Do we need Do you know to... what? I, I remember, sorry for cutting across yeah. you, because you know how we're saying it was chalking in players and chalking them off. He was one, but then I felt bad because I had him in my last list. So I said, I, I was trying to differ a bit, you know, that's the way. So. He should be on every list. <laughs> let's let's be honest here. Yeah. Let's not pull any I'll, punches here. I'll pull up. I'll put Mummy United list for the way. <laughs> yeah. Now we know we know that we're uh, we know that we're big wrestling fans as well, and I'm sure our viewers know this as well. So my next midfielder is Amari Bischoff. Joined Arsenal in 2008 from Verde Brennan, made one appearance, was brought in, had a poor injury record. Now I want you to listen to this right. Had a poor injury record, really poor injury record, right? Came in and came in to replace, guess who? Now, if you think a poor injury record and we're thinking Arsenal, guess who he came in as a replacement for? Who was it at the time? What year was it, Cuz? 2008. This man at Arsenal was played, what a super footballer, but played with injury. Longbury, was it? No. Theo Walcott. A Walcott, Jesus, yeah. yeah. So he made one appearance, Jesus. so he, he goes straight into my midfield. Uh, my my third one, my third one, Arsenal fans, again, if you want to come at me, one <laughs> appearance, injury prone, scattered with injuries, right? I came in to replace Theo Walcott, who again had his own injury issues, but what a footballer. The irreplaceable Theo Walcott. <laughs> That's a super footballer, just injuries. Yeah. Uh, I hope I'm gonna uh, and uh, I'm gonna pronounce this one properly because I picked some gems here. Um, but this guy played for Chelsea in 2000. He was signed by Ranieri. Again, I don't think lived up to the billing at all. Uh, I think it's Slavisa Jakanovic. I think it's Jakanovic, Jakanovic or something like that. I think that's what it is. Again, Chelsea fans, if you're on, drop it in the comments there. Let me know if I'm pronouncing it right or not. Again, I'm going back 22 years. so. Uh, but signed by Ranieri for Chelsea in 2000 and uh, never lived up to the billing at all. So this this is an interesting midfield now I'm putting together. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've done my homework. Uh, my fourth one was a man that was signed in, for Spurs in 2003. And made four appearances. And this was at a time, if you remember, a lot of the teams were starting to break into the Asian market and Japanese mm. market and the Chinese market. They were trying to become these global brands that they are yeah. now. So they signed this guy, which was Kazuki Toda. Toda. Uh, Toda. Yeah, I remember the name. Yeah, I remember the name. Made four appearances for Spurs in 2003. Again, didn't live up to the billing. Um, unusual. But uh, yeah. That's my midfield. That's a good midfield, yeah. Um, right, I'll go on to my three strikers. So, um, now listen, bear in mind I've chosen these strikers because um, some of them have played for other teams in the Premier League and, and did very well. But for their teams, I, 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 I can't imagine them with at the, that they were playing at the time. They've done really, really bad. So, don't 
all go at me at once. But uh, my first striker is uh, Fernando Torres, the Chelsea era. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, he just, he never did it, did he? There was that, given that number nine jersey, like I said, you know, to you, I remember being over there in Old Trafford when, when we, we bet him 3-1 and he rounded the hay and missed and he just looked so void of confidence when he was playing with Chelsea. It looked like he was playing with the weight of the world on the shoulders. He didn't look happy at all. And compared to what he did with Hughes, you know, and you know, he just made it look so easy when he was playing with Hughes. So for that reason, I put him in there. Shout out to Mo Salah. Be careful. Shout out to Mo Salah. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful <laughs> what you wish for. This moving yeah. away from Liverpool is not always a good thing. Sadio That's Mane, it. Mo Salah, be careful what you wish for. Do you know what? I'm just realising now three of my strikers have played with Liverpool. That's mad. Right, so my second striker is the man who uh, he, he started off with Leicester. He, he was very, very good. He, he went on to play with yourselves and, and a few other clubs as well. Um, we actually we played for Wayside back in the day in goal, as you know, and uh, we had a lad up front who uh, we, we nicknamed this name, and I still call, it, call him this to this very day. And it is a uh, one Emil Heskey. Jeez, that's a that's a big shout now, isn't it? Because he like he he was fantastic for Leicester, wasn't he? he and that's he what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, no, he he was good for it. Yeah, but like you, you've seen him, I think it was with Finn and stuff like that. Like I said, even with Torres, you could say it was a you know a bad shout because yeah. it's I'm going on the year of Chelsea when he was with them, you know that sort of way. And um, yeah. Heskey, yeah, like how many chances did he need to score? He, he needed so many chances to score. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, he was a big lad. He, he did well for England as well. Don't forget, remember that, that big game against England or against Germany for England? They won 6 2 over Munich. Him yeah, I think it's, it's, his, partner, his partnership with Owen as well was electric at times. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's so, it. Yeah. You, you might get a bit of heat in the comments for those two, like listen, because it's, it's they might turn around and say, Oh, what about the Liverpool Torres and what about the Leicester Heskey? Oh, I know, yeah, now listen, I'm just going on the on, on the on. Like that's why I mentioned the teams Torres at Chelsea, um, and this one might throw a few, another curveball because I watch him a lot towards the end of his career. Obviously, he had a stellar career when he broke into the team and scored that goal uh, at Wimbledon for Liverpool when he was a tender age of what was it eighteen? Um, but on I'm going on his Newcastle United and Stoke City era in the Premier League. <laughs> Jesus, I'm going for you've got all out tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm going for one Mike alone. Um, I remember he signed for Stoke. Him and Crouchy were there. Um, it was actually this season Stoke got relegated. Um, I remember the last game of the season. I think they were away to Southampton, and he came off for one final appearance. Um, but he was just even at Newcastle. He, he, I know. Listen, we can talk about injuries. If you want them to talk about injuries, like your list goes, you go through them all and say, yeah, all right, you know, injuries, injuries. But like, he had the injuries at Newcastle. But he. Even at Newcastle, he never looked the player he was. Never ever looked like the player he was. Then even at Stoke, the same thing. Like he never at Stoke. Listen, my uncle Jez, he's a he's a big Stoke fan. He's, he lives over there. He's a season ticket holder. Every Stoke fan will tell you he was just there to for the paycheck. He was more interested in his stables up the road. Um. So yeah, I've, I've put him in there. Listen, like I said, there was a list of fifty, sixty other lads you could have put in there, but I just said I put them in just to be different and. And it's, it's from those eras with those clubs that I've, I've done it. 
that's going to generate definitely some dislikes and lots of comments. We're talking about a Premier League worst combined 11. And we've got Fernando Torres, Emil Heskey and Michael Owen as your front yeah. three. Good Lord. Talking okay, about, I tell say. you, it'll, that's gonna get we link. That'll be interesting comments. I mean, talking about picking the choose and the error, the errors that, up there. Well, listen, that, like that. Oh no, yeah, you have to balance it out as well. But yeah, no, I just, yeah. I just, I, I just picked it from their spells at those different clubs in, in my yeah. eyes, you know. Yeah, and not I, only that, I, like it's probably because they're more high profile. You know, we're, I'm not picking a, you know, a Marion Parhurst from Southampton or, you know, a Kevin Davis from from Blackburn or whatever it was. You know, that sort of way. Yeah. It's it's more kind of yeah. highlight because they played for for bigger clubs as well. Yeah, jeez, some picks up. Go. Good three, three, three Liverpool front men going in there. Um, I was I and I, I thought I was being biased a little bit towards Arsenal and Chelsea and stuff like that. At least <laughs> I included I included two Liverpool guys in my team anyway. So you'll know up front who I picked anyway, and it and it wasn't on and it wasn't it wasn't a male Heskey, that's for sure. Uh, I've a front I've a front two because I went four four two. So my front two are I'm going to kick it off with Kesman for Chelsea. Came in in two thousand and four. Now some would say. Is that a bit harsh? He scored seven goals, I think, in 40 games. But he came in to replace Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. Hasselbank, yeah. Um, and I think he just fell short. Now, look, you could pick 50 other strikers in this, and I'm sure we'll mm-hmm. see it in the comments and stuff like that. But my first striker was Kesman. And if you mm-hmm. want to come at me, Chelsea fans or Arsenal fans, if you want to come at me in the comments, it's all good. I've two Liverpool <laughs> guys in there, so I haven't done too yeah. bad in fairness. You know? I, and in fairness, I was looking at some of the Chelsea lads. Like, you look at me, though, and stuff like that. You know, he he, he never done it when he signed for them. And obviously what, what happened off the pitch as well and getting the ban and stuff like that. So... Um, well, see the balance out. The balance out this show. We're gonna do one for each of our teams as well, just to be on yeah, the, yeah. just to balance it all out, and that should generate some interesting debate as well. Yeah. Um, my final striker that goes in there, uh, Mix Son Sean Dundee, Mick Dundee, Sean, Sean Dundee, Dundee joined Liverpool nineteen ninety eight. Three appearances, struggled to break in because he couldn't break up that partnership at the time yeah. of Michael Owen and Carl Heinz Riegler. Yeah, um, so yeah, found a difficult time in there. And sometimes you look at this and you think you put him in there as a worst eleven, but like you know, you sort of toy with it and go, well, did he really get the chance and stuff like that? And, yeah, you know, yeah, because but again, it was in front of him. But as we say, like if you're good enough, you'll get the chance yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, you know. Did he? Yeah. I think I think he might have had a loan spell at Blackpool at one stage back then as well. He may have. I know mm. the, the only thing I remember from him, I know he came in and he had a mad shaved head and he mm. looked like he looked like an absolute lunatic. Um but yeah, came in and uh couldn't break into the front line there with Carl Heinz Regal at the time and Mike alone. Would have been a difficult job to do. Mm. So yeah, so that's my that's my eleven. Um, very good, very good. Two, two, uh, two, uh, two interesting comparisons there. I went with Sean Dundee and Kesman, and you went with Torres, Emil Heskey, and Michael Owen. Michael Owen. So, uh, and I, I, I was looking at Robbie Keane from his Liverpool days as well. <laughs> you know, there's all the little things. Was, you know, and here, listen, yeah. because no crossovers. That's mad. Yeah, no crossovers. So yeah, interesting. Well, as we said, as always, if you could head over to YouTube and smash that subscribe and bell notification button. This has been your Premier League worst combined 11. Let us know what you think of Mark's front line. There's a lot of Premier League teams out there at the moment would die to have that front line at the Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, let us know yours down there in the comments. Uh, 
and we'll have a bit of fun with these shows while we're waiting on the season to start again. Uh, as always, we're on Twitter at the underscore upper underscore tier. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever you want to find us. Audio shows, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. And we will talk to you again real soon. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.